The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck by Sarah Knight Summary from 4-Minute Books Written by Nicholas Gouquet and read by Craig Trailer. One Sentence Summary The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck is a funny, practical guide to mentally decluttering, giving you actionable tips to stop caring about things that don't really matter to you without feeling ashamed or guilty. Favourite quote from the author The life-changing magic of not giving a fuck is all about prioritising. Joy over annoy. Choice over obligation. You keep using profanity in your email subjects. This is it for me. I'm unsubscribing. You are unprofessional. Over the past three months, I've heard all of these lines and more from email unsubscribers. That's okay. Not only are these people wrong, I'm actually glad they're unsubscribing. Besides using profanity very rarely and having used a censored curse word exactly once in over two years in an email subject line, I like my freedom to curse. Sometimes a fuck, shit or goddamn can make an otherwise weak point strong. Plenty of professionals curse. It's a sign of confidence if used with the right frequency. If you can't handle that, you won't like a lot of other things I do. You know who else has been told that she's unprofessional? Sarah Knight, titling a book, The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck, takes guts and balls. But it's a perfect vessel for the message. Her practical parody of Marie Kondo's mega bestseller, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, helps you to start saying no with no remorse. Here are my three lessons from this fun read. One, you can honestly and respectfully turn people down by generalizing the reasons for doing so. Two, slowly make your way from easy no's to hard ones. And three, if you have to give a fuck when you can't avoid it, make plans to treat yourself afterwards. So, ready to stop giving a fuck? Then let's, uh, I don't care. (laughs) Kidding, let's go. Lesson one, be honest and respectful when you turn people down in generalizing your cited reasons for doing so. There are two types of people in the world. People who love weddings and people who hate weddings. I'm type 1, but if you're type 2, every single wedding invitation tends to hover over your head like a dark rain cloud until you can bring yourself to decline. Or force out a fake, yeah sure, I'd love to. No more. Admitting that you hate weddings and finding the courage to stop going to them will likely make everyone happier Most importantly, you. But how do you get out of the social obligation forever? Sarah Knight's solution is called the not-sorry method and is based on just two steps. One, decide and don't care. Two, actually don't care. Easier said than done, right? The two most uncommon ways people get out of weddings are brutally honest, which gets you not just out of the wedding, but out of the entire friendship and lying, which often works but always makes you feel horrible. Sarah has a great solution that's right in the middle. Be honest, but generalise your stated reason. For example, you could say to your friend, I'm sorry, but I never go to weddings. I feel uncomfortable at them. This way you'll stay honest, but moderate the heaviness of your turning down this particular event by stating it's a general rule. Your friend will take the refusal much less personal, and you'll be able to put your feet up on the couch on Saturday night. Lesson 2. 
Stop giving easier fucks first, then move to harder ones. The number of things we don't care about is huge. They range across all kinds of categories and are not equally easy to say no to. Sarah Knight sees these as three classes of increasing difficulty. 1. Things that don't affect other people. For example, if you don't care about making your bed in the morning, you can just stop making it. 2. Things that affect at least one person. For example, if your friend asks you to help her move, you'll need a clever excuse to wiggle yourself out of carrying the sofa up to the fifth floor. And 3. Things that affect multiple people and could cause hurt feelings. For example, your annual family gathering requires lots of gracefulness to skip and go to the concert instead. Practice not giving a fuck about a few things from the first category, then slowly make your way to turning down friends, and lastly, once you feel ready, take on the big ones. Remember, to generalise your excuses, to make your decisions seem less personal and always be polite and respectful. Lesson 3. When you can't avoid something you don't want to do, plan to give yourself a treat afterwards. Let's face it, you won't get out of every single event you don't care about. Some meetings you have to attend, some weddings you don't have any excuses for, and some friends' Thanksgiving dinners that are just part of the deal. Whenever that happens, Sarah has a brilliant backup plan up her sleeve. Treat yourself. It's much easier to pull through an undesirable task when you're working towards an inbound reward that you know will come right after. So plan one. For example, you could book a massage in advance at the wedding location, plant a cookie at your desk when you return from that meeting, or stop by a friend's house on the way home from the family event. This will balance the fuck you give, but don't want to and help you return to the wonderful world of saying no. The life-changing magic of not giving a fuck review. I actually think the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck would work really well as a companion guide to Maria Kondo's book. The original is about physically decluttering. The parody covers mental decluttering. Both are important, and Sarah's obscene sense of humour just adds the fun touch to what's otherwise a pretty solid psychological read. Unless you feel offended by cursing words, but hey, who gives a fuck? What else can you learn from the blinks? 1. When you naturally start to care less. 2. Why opinions matter and what does. 3. How to start the process of categorising the fucks you give and which two categories to start with. 4. With the difficulty of a no depends on. 5. How to become a no fucks given expert at work. And 6. Which tactic can help you make this a daily practice. Who would I recommend the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck summary to? The 16-year-old cheerleader who's really worried whether the whispering kids in the schoolyard talk about her latest outfit. The 37-year-old mum who wants to support her best friend but hates juicing parties. And anyone who feels uncomfortable every time they hear someone curse.